Hey, thanks for listening to Unleashing Kingdom Voices. Join me or a guest as we unlock some secrets to AI, to personal development, to finding your voice. Join us now as we help you unleash your voice. Well, welcome. It is tea on Thursday on Unleashing Kingdom Voices, just for you to talk about your voice. And I'm T, or my name's Teresa Croft. So glad you could join us on this special day where I'm just break down a few things. We had a great guest this week, so do check it out, Deb Harrison, on Monday. Coming up, though, I got to tell you, I'm going to give up my tea on Thursday because on Monday, we're going to start part one of my friend Alana Vandeventer, and you really want to be there because there are some testimonies and then unlocking some wisdom that will really impact you. So this coming Thursday, I'm just going to give it up to the second part from my friend Alana. So I want to talk to you about being a faith-based woman entrepreneur and going through that struggle or that battle. And I'm just so passionate about that because I believe that you are set up for this day to release your voice, unleashing kingdom voices, and really make an impact. I'm going to share a video just to share my heart. And then I want to give you two keys. So let's go to the video first. Hang on. Here at Millionaire Momentum, our goal is to help 1 million entrepreneurs become millionaires with God as their CEO. To help you reach this goal and others that God has placed on your heart, here are three keys. Number one, steward your finances well by saving money. Number two, grow yourself and your business through personal, professional, and leadership development with Christ at the center. And number three, build wealth and impact. Imagine with me for a moment that you're managing your household budget with ease by saving money effortlessly and generating multiple streams of income. With financial stress lifted off your shoulders, you have the capacity to dedicate time to personal, professional, and leadership growth, allowing you to not only amplify your financial success further, but also amplify your faith. This means more time to make memories with family and friends. This means security. And this means an ever-growing relationship with the Lord. And that means everlasting impact. If you share this dream with us, we're excited to give you the inside scoop on how partnering with two incredible companies can make this dream your reality. Are you ready to see how to activate the three keys to millionaire momentum? Our first key is about stewarding your finances wisely. Your path to doubling your talents, just like it says in the Bible. Here, you can enjoy discounts of 20 to 50% off of everyday items, luxury goods, and even travel. It's like having an exclusive Amazon coupon every time you shop from brands you already use. Our second key, personal, professional, and leadership development with Christ at the center. The Bible tells us that it is our responsibility to renew our minds. Simply put, we must keep growing if we are to stay in relationship with the Lord. Here you get courses, classes, certifications, coaching calls, and a great community where you truly belong. It's like having an expert coach for every area of your life, a great place to fill your own cup and pour out abundantly to others. Whether you are a son or daughter of God, we have a community and membership for you. And if you decide to partner with us, you're ready to unlock the third key, building true wealth and impact. 
Whether you choose to embrace both opportunities or focus on just one, abundant residual wealth is within your reach. It's time to take action. So reach out to the person who shared this video with you to get started today. Together, we can soar to new heights with God as our CEO. Your journey to divine millionaire momentum starts here. And that's what I really want to share with you. Momentum in the journey as a Christian business person. Let me get that. Make sure that doesn't play the next movie. So I have two keys from the word of God. But let's talk about your journey as a entrepreneur, your journey in the desires of your heart. You know, oftentimes you can find threads of that journey. If you look back at your childhood, I love thinking about that. What did you like to do when you played? Can you take that simple minded, no fear, uh, just the sky's the limit child into your future? So maybe you didn't have a good childhood. Like I think of my friend who you're going to hear next week, brain injury at three years old, had to learn everything all over again, walking, talking. But you know what she does today? <laughs> she works on people's minds through neurocycle. I can think of my journey uh, as a child. I, for some reason, I always wanted a stage. I remember thinking, oh, we live in too small of a town. I'm not going to be discovered here. Totally serious. We lived in this one house, definitely in a town I would not be discovered. The name of the town was Wilbur. But my idea of fun, I was probably about six, maybe seven. My idea of fun is climbing up the stairs. We, had, we lived in an old house, so there's massive stairs to the front door. And I'd get up there. I'd climb those stairs and with my little stubby feet. And I'd get to the top, and you know what I did? I preached. I was Catholic. It was a good homily. I also played with chocolate squares and pretended to give out communion. So, and I realized that, you know, they don't let women be be priests. But that wasn't that, that wasn't even my, on my mind. It was just the idea of presenting and giving and <gasps> performing. That same house we had, uh, my dad brought home what was then modern technology. I'm going to date myself. It was a little simple tape recorder with a microphone. And I snuck that out of my dad's room and I played with it forever talking. I'd impersonate people. Now, do you remember Walter Cronkite? Once again, I'm dating myself. Walter Cronkite was a famous news guy. And, he, and I was like, this is Walter Cronkite. Sports. I'm going to date myself. But I watched sports all the time. And there was a guy named Howard Cosell. So I'd imitate him. This is Howard Cosell. I mean, just crazy. Seriously crazy. Tried to interview my brothers. They got bored real quick. And I was trying on it, just on a side note, I was really loved Carol Burnett. And I, that's one reason why I thought I needed to be discovered because I thought I was really funny. And each one of my four brothers told me separately, the only one who was laughing was mom. <laughs> so we moved, just final note, we moved, okay? And there were no big stairs out front. And I was, I tried, but it's just like two steps. This is just not getting it for me. Well, I looked over one day and there was an apple cart. So I took that apple cart the long way and got up on that wobbly thing. And I did preach. I had found Jesus. It might have been more life insurance at the time. But I preached to the birds, the bees, and the apple trees. You need Jesus. It was so fun. But the apple cart, you know, lost its meaning after a while. But get this. Okay, okay. That was, I was probably about 10 then. Today, for the past however many years, since 2008, I have opened an apple product. 
to speak, to do videos, to do blogs. I mean, an Apple phone with filters, of course. Doing, I'm doing, I'm in the midst of a challenge of 99 reels, one reel a day. Why would I do that? I'm learning my voice. I can call myself a voice revivalist. So if I'm talking about voice revival, I better do and show what I believe in, speaking hope. But not just speaking hope for the sake of hope, but this is it. You're a kingdom entrepreneur. You're a very successful woman, but you may have felt like you've lost your voice. You can be in the midst of your great high job and still feel voiceless. Or you could have such trauma. I know what this is like. Such trauma. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's a relationship. And you do feel voiceless. I was on the radio for 15 and a half years. And as my marriage got worse, my voice got worse. It's like I could not project my voice. I don't know. Maybe I was used to a microphone. I don't know. But I know what it feels like to be voiceless. So that's why my passion for you, I'm going to give you two keys, is to truly show you how you can discover the transformation by understanding and finding your voice from identity and then being able to speak, serving the person you once were. So Tea on Thursdays is all about serving the person I once was. Do I have my act together? No, I'm still in therapy. Come on. Did I lose my husband almost two years ago? Yeah, but that's not my identity. Have I learned a lot even in the midst of the mess? You betcha. I had a relationship with God amidst a very troubling, narcissistic husband, but I stayed in the word. And I may have fought depression. I got keys for depression. (laughs) I've got keys and people that I know that have amazing testimonies. So just two keys. You're a faith-based woman entrepreneur, and you really want to find your voice. You really want to go forward in that desire that you know, that you know, that you know, that you have something to offer. Like that used to be hard for me to share things. I'm like, why am I not sharing it? You know, it's something that could help someone. Because kind of why I shared that video, I've been asking some friends, hey, it's Teresa, can I just show you something basic? And that leads to something more in detail, which I may I may do that on the podcast. I'll have to get some friends from my friend Michelle Tufford and my friend Elise Smith to kind of help you the two of the elements that I truly believe in you. But sometimes I believe God says, or God I feel God say this. Do you have the capacity to walk where I've called you? I I believe God in his goodness. Sometimes we don't boom, 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 hit our desires. Or we're in the midst of boom, 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 making things happen. And we still trip up. Am I good enough? The imposter syndrome. Oh, I don't know what people are going to think, but I'm still struggling. But yet all those things. Now, I'm not going to talk about fear because you got to listen this Thursday, I'm dating this podcast. It's okay. It's February 6th, February 8th. If you don't listen to it live, listen to it recorded. Cause I've asked my friend Alana of End of Enter to come on our show and talk about a side of fear that you would never think of this side of fear. So I won't talk touch on fear, but can I give you two things? The first thing is just really simply this. I really believe that God's aligned in your DNA to be successful. But as I said, he wants you to have the capacity. So he has this invitation in the word of God. It says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. 
you have to draw near to God. Some of my best business strategies has come in that secret place. That's not why I go to the secret place. Business strategies. Why do I say that? I saw this this week. Jeremiah 33, verse 3 is a verse I forgot about, but listen to this. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you is, a, is an invitation in the New Testament. This is even in the Old Testament. Now, let, me, let me preface that with a few verses before that. While Jeremiah was still confined in the courtyard of the guard, The word of the Lord came to him a second time. This is what the Lord says. He who made the earth, the Lord who formed it and established it. The Lord is his name. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. You, my friend, may be confined. It may be debt. It may be a bad relationship. It may be wanting to do something in your business and all you feel is the stuck, the yuck. You're embracing the second. It's not very fun. Jeremiah, he's confined. He's got a guard next to him. We'll be right back. Meanwhile, check out TeresaCroft.com. Just a short break. Meanwhile, check out TeresaCroft.com. You may be confined and you've got something next to you and you want to be with, done with it. I believe God is saying this to you. Call to me, dear child. Call to me and I will answer you. That's basic prayer. I mean, you can call to God in prayer and you may not hear the answer overnight or you may. I've been calling to God on certain things in my prayers really for years on some of them. And he's answering me. How is he answering me? He's given me, for me personally, he's given me prayer requests that I write in my U version place. There's a prayer place there. I don't read my writing. Sorry, I don't do so. I can't do the journal with the pen. I used to have like three boxes somewhere, but I put it all on Evernote. It's it's uh, my iPad connected to a wireless keyboard, and that's where I journal. I'm just saying that because you may think I can't read my, I don't want a journal. You know, we're such in electronic days. Take advantage of what version plans. My goodness, I've written out prayer requests. And my goodness, sometimes God gives me the prayer requests. So I'm calling out to me and he is answering me. And he does say unsearchable things that I do not know. I also think he does. He reminds me constantly. I can do more than you can imagine. Ephesians 3.20. More than your wildest dreams. And you sit there and you fellowship with him and you get to know him and you get to realize that I can, I can call out to God. I remember this one night, it's been a while, I was stressing out and I was, got up, made the mistake and looking some things that had to do with money. <laughs> and this is what I did. I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, I've got to go sit in my prayer chair. I don't worship my time with God. But for that particular mindset moment, I had to sit there. And I opened up new version and I went to one plan. It was good. And then I came across this other plan. It's called the arrow, I think. And one devotion, I mean, usually you do them day at a time. One devotion after another of that particular page of that devotion hitting me. And I went to bed saying, yes, God has called me here. He's more than enough. So call to God. The second key, call to God to be thankful. Can I just slip that in? 
Thankfulness totally, science proves that thankfulness restructures your brain. So call to God, be thankful. We could talk about thankfulness a lot more, but I think you get the gist. You know, sometimes you got to just challenge yourself every morning to be thankful for five things, 10 things. Some days I'm just like, okay, I'm thankful for my cat who I don't have anymore. I'm thankful for the coffee. And then, you know, thankfulness for my parents, my dad, I mean, my mom, you know, thankful for my dear friends, thankful for my wonderful two children, thankful that I have a place to live and lights, thankful that you've put in my desire. My Okay, you get the idea. The second one is really critical. It's two elements. It's found at Psalm 37, the Psalm I think we all love to go to when we're feeling Am I supposed to do this? It's Psalm 37, verses 3 and 4. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. I think trusting in the Lord puts you in a really good place, regardless of your circumstance. So trust in the Lord. And then this, take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. And it goes on to say, so I really believe that that when the result of that trust is you delight to work with God, when you delight to work with God and you're trusting him, you're not looking at, oh, I need money. You're looking at how can I serve someone today? How can I serve someone today? That means you got to get out there and ask, no doubt. I heard a great quote. I don't know if I wrote it down. I think the gist of it. Um. It was so good. It was this uh, gentleman I've been watching on TikTok because he's so full of the word. And he said, you know what the number one secret is in any business? He was talking about multi-level marketing. He says, you know what the number one thing is you. People don't buy because of your opportunity or your product or your service. They buy because of you. They know you. As you delight yourself in the Lord, you're going to learn to be authentic. I delight to do your work today, God, in your strength, in you. The real you starts to emerge as you start realizing, hey, this is coming from the Lord. This is in my DNA. I want to be successful. I am successful, but I want to find my voice in this endeavor. I don't want to lose my voice. I understand. I understand. I lost my voice one time in one of my dream jobs of social media marketing for something you would know. And halfway through, my late husband said, you're losing your voice. And I thought he was crazy. But when after about three years, they let me go, I realized I had lost my voice because I was too busy trying to be their voice to make them a social media influencer. And I forgot my own voice. I could have done both. My voice was not their voice. But it was close, but it wasn't their voice. So I, when I got let go, I had to go back to calling and asking God. And you know what? One of the first things that came out of it, uh, one of the first things that came out of it, I was doing this before the job, but I kind of let it go. And that was God was speaking to me in the voice of the vine dresser. And he was just talking to me and sharing things. I'm, I'm, and I just want to give you an example. It was like, okay, so it's like Jesus is the vine, but the vine dresser who goes up and down the rows, that's the vine dresser. So he was talking to me in those words. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I started writing them down just for myself. And then I started sharing a few of them. 
and people started responding. So then I thought, imperfect action is better than no action. I'm going to put this on Amazon, self-publish. Otherwise, it's just going to stay in my computer. So I put volume one up shakily. And I put volume two up. And then I put secrets to unlock your voice. Another version. Listen to the vine dresser. I'm going to just pick this one. It says, beating barriers to your dreams. Can I end this? with what the vine dresser might be saying to you. Can I do that? I have to get to the vine dresser word. So in my devotionals on Amazon, I give a little word and then I share the vine dresser word. So listen to the vine dresser. They always start with a declaration and that was, I choose to trust that God cares for me. I choose him. I choose love. Listen to the vine dresser. When you're hurt, devastated, and trauma has taken its toll, run hard into the garden to receive my embrace of grace. I am here. Choose me and hold me and drop the rock of offense in your hand. In my embrace, you can face this shattering pain and find the ammunition to kill your dash hopes and dreams. I give you this choice. Choose me and choose life. I've given you so many precious and magnificent promises to power you through the minefield of your setbacks and delays in your destiny. My word will bring purpose amidst the weight. My promises are always yes and amen. I have your times in my hand. The vine dresser talking to you. You can choose what I say and be healed from the foxes of fear that have wrecked havoc in your mind. I give you life and life more abundant. In me lies the power to walk in the perfect you. I have created you to be. I have wired you for love and greatness in my kingdom. Someone need to hear that again. I have wired you for love and greatness in my kingdom. You have a song that only you can sing that comes straight from my heavenly heart my heavenly courts. You have a message from the mess of trespass abuse from your past that will set others free to fly like you. That, by just a side note, that is finding your voice and serving the person you once were. Again, you have a message from the mess of trespass abuse from your past that will set others free to fly like you. Just a little bit more. The vine dresser talking to you. So walk on through the process, my precious child. It's in the process and the waiting that you find that spot in the garden of your heart where my voice speaks clearly. My voice drowns out the toxic thoughts that come from the fear that has been running after you, tripping you up with each direction you take. I am near to heal your ravished and overwhelmed heart. The branches in this vineyard will hold you close as I wrap my arms and hold you close to my heart. Listen to the cadence of the beat of my heart that sings over you songs of love, songs of deliverance, songs of hope. You can choose to soak in my vineyard, says the vineyard vine dresser. In my presence is fullness of joy. You are meant to live on top of the mountain and not under it. Speak often my promises over your life. Now, lay down your pride and remember, no performance needed, no strive, 
Simply abide, love the vine dresser. So this has been Tea on Thursday with the vine dresser. Go on and delight yourself in the Lord as you go forward in success. Go forward in your dreams, working for that success. But remember, you can always call out to him and he will listen. If you enjoyed this edition of Embracing Kingdom Voices, please do me a favor, will you? It's not for a pat on the back. It's for this voices. These interviews could go to further places. Will you please rate it? You can rate this podcast.com forward slash Teresa Croft. Share it with a friend. And I will talk to you in the next episode of Unleashing Kingdom Voices. Thank you for tuning in to Unleashing Kingdom Voices podcast. We hope today's episode has inspired you to embrace and amplify your unique voice. For more insights, resources, and information about our courses, AI tools, and our incredible guests, visit TeresaCroft.com.